0: quiet numbskulls i'm broadcasting hello and welcome to the podcast so there i was which is how all great aviation tales begin this is episode 65 you tight like onion you tight like onion (laughs) (laughs) with with onion ironically
1: ironically enough sponsors this week include hello fresh at hellofresh.com and robinsbirdbraindesigns.com we're also doing a show swap this week with the damcasters podcast an aviation history podcast we'll talk more about that during the show and we also have a merch, we a merch store. store yeah at a merch store we can get all your favorites so there i was merch so there i was
0: dot us slash merch we have a glossary we do have a glossary if you hear an acronym that hasn't been defined in our glossary please reach out to us and let us know. We need to put it in the glossary. You can reach out to us at our emails at fig at so there I was dot U S or repeat at so there I was dot U S or sticks at so there I was dot U S hit him with the whirly bird
1: questions. <laughs> yeah. The whirling dervish of death. <laughs> right. And then one other favor, share the show, please share the put show it on your Facebook page. then, Then get into Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review. Not four stars. Not three and a half stars. Five stars, baby. Count them. One for each finger. For most of you. (laughs) So, we got old Onion on the show. This was amazing. How did we wind up with him, Fig?
0: Getting him on the show, to me, was one of the best coincidences yet. It was a few days after the recording with vapor i was at work i was in flight operations in between flights and i ran into my old buddy onion who's a former marine aviator as well and i was telling him about vapor's story and that's when his face made a expression and he said you know i was there right i said what and he started telling me his side of vapor's story and i said well we got to get you on recording and he goes yes you do so that's yep. how we ended up with Onion. We did. And he
1: had several great stories. Um, one that culminated with a Marine sergeant
0: hugging him in the ready room. <laughs> yeah. Infantry. Infantry. Yeah. yeah. Sergeant. Yeah. yeah. And that, I'm going to tease that story with this. I'm surrounded by tanks. Yes. It was whispered over the radio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Onion to the rescue. Yeah, great story teller, another uh, fabulous aviator, raconteur, and uh, his stories are are truly mesmerizing. They
1: are indeed. Just when I thought the vapor story was going to be the culmination of it, he had two other stories that just (laughs) knocked me on my backside. Holy cow, great stuff. So let's get out of the way and listen to what he has to say. Here he comes.
0: He's tight like onion. Don't sit on the ejection seat man. At night, in the world's smallest cockpit, on the tanker, through the weather. Oh, and to the uh, tanker crew who uh, did that, thanks a lot. We really appreciated that. I'm just kidding. No, I'm not. I was, crossing the pond, and you could see that I wasn't exactly fun.
2: The- so there I was, 1990. ZSU-23 quad 4, gun dish, 23mm, locked onto my airplane. 2,000 feet above the ground, 280 knots. Flipped the plane upside down, and there I was, facing down a stream of bullets. Put the stick in my lap, closed my eyes, and waited for the kaboom
1: geez! and that's how all great aviation <laughs> tales begin apparently the kaboom didn't happen but we're going to kaboom <laughs> with you guys tonight repeat oh here coming God. to you from new hampshire and uh chatting with uh my co host fig i believe he's home in missouri at least for another few hours how you doing tonight, i am
0: fig? Uh, thank you my friend yes i'm in carney just outside kansas city and that is how you start a story
3: holy <laughs> shit right. and we have
0: with us tonight Another Marine aviator, Onion. Welcome, Onion. Thank you, Faye. Good to Indeed, be here. Marine, Thank welcome. you,
1: Pete. <laughs> yeah. This is awesome.
0: So, hey, all right. Uh, wait, wait. This is a first. Onion is yeah. a first. Uh, we have not had a, a Marine F-18D two-seater right. uh, uh, yet on the podcast. Really? So that's pretty awesome. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. And I don't and think we've had you a Marine what? A-6 we- driver either, right? um I'm nope and i know he was in it so like we'll get to that that trick i got a third one <laughs> Tuber, baby,
1: Tuber. Yeah, right on right on but let's back up to the early let the beginning beginning you know yeah back in the back in the early days you were four years old when you first saw your airport come on four how, years old. how'd you get interested
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I i uh born on the east side of pittsburgh to a teacher and a nurse uh, okay. Went to uh, high school, didn't particularly blaze the uh, academic trail there. Uh, was a foreign exchange student in Germany, 91, uh, summer oh, 91. Went over there, stayed on a farm. They, sh- they called me Stadtkit, city boy, because everything I did, every chore, I screwed it up. I had to clean up mess every time. <laughs> Zillions of stories about that. Got attacked by a chicken, got attacked
0: by a pig. Wait, 1991, um, uh, so this was high school? 81, it was 81. Oh, okay, 80, so I was going to say, uh, yeah,
1: because in 92, you were flying uh, Hornets. That was fast.
2: <laughs> Did I speak wrong? I thought it said 81. Yeah, that's okay. Oh. That, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the year the air travel controllers went on strike, so I got to Clarion late. Uh, okay. First semester, Clarion, failing my major, failing everything. Told mom, hey, got to come home. I'm not doing well. She goes, study hard, son. You're going to take all those courses again. <laughs> <Ow>. <laughs> I uh, I got straight Cs my first semester. Again, somehow had to bring that up. You know what was the grade point average you needed? Two point five. Getting a marine aviation, right? And, and uh, perfect. I got recruited, but uh, there's been four points of my life that brought me to this. Four four moments where people injected into my plans and changed my life forever. So um, find myself in flight school, sitting down here in Pensacola, Florida. Uh looking around going, there's a lot of smart guys here. <laughs>
0: Wait, hold on a second. Hey, can, can we can we roll back just a second? Yeah, yeah. If I go uh, too fast. PLC program, yes. PLC, yeah, two summers. Okay. All right, cool. Okay. Uh, we're 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 all familiar with okay. that. Okay. Awesome.
2: Yeah. I didn't want to yeah. bore you too much and didn't know how fast you want me to go, but just to get into flight school, I wasn't interested. I was gonna be a veterinarian. Went to Claire University, got a biology degree. And, all right. uh, Kind of kept my eye on that whole bio, uh, veterinarian thing as I joined the Marine Corps and three years here, get a Veterans Education Assistance Program, take a break, transfer my credits from Clarion to Penn State, become a veterinarian. So
0: that was, the, that was the initial plan. That
2: was the plan, yeah. Just take a break the whole to be, be a Cannon Cocker or something, you know. Do something outside sure. the marine corps yeah. uh after that but <clears throat> found myself uh, down in pensacola florida for the first time again not interested in aviation but having signed that air guarantee they said give it a try so i'm going if you kick me out because i'm too stupid i get that if i get kicked out because i didn't try very hard not acceptable so what do remember the first six weeks there they said the 30 you aren't going to be here at the end of the month you know, that, right, I get that read out, and I'm sitting there going, oh, this could going to be quick and easy. Uh, and that's when I really decided to buckle down and, and try. And I found my niche. You know, you have that wish list that you fill out, helicopters, right. jets, maritime. I put helicopters. Jet second. Again, all right, helicopters, six months, hit the fleet what, for a little what, bit.
0: What the hell is wrong with you? I know. Right? Why would
2: I you? I told you I was not interested in aviation. <laughs> Just...
0: <laughs> Now, and you know, bear in mind, we've been doing nothing but talking to mar- marine uh, helicopter pilots for the last, you know, right? everybody weeks. wanted to
2: fly since they were little. That was not no. And, right?
0: and you know, and, and you know, repeat, and I, we're scared, we're you know, we're scared to death. <laughs> those, are, those are whirling, those are whirling death traps. Yeah, right. death drag, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, so. so so you you uh, you wanted helicopters,
2: yeah, just because I'm still focused on that veterinarian thing.
3: Okay.
0: And
2: so you get through what the primary training, you guys help me out here. And then you transition either to the jet pipeline or the maritime pipeline.
0: Right. And, yeah. Jet, and, jets, uh, props, or helos. Jets, actually. props, or helos. So
2: you get to that point Appreciate in the training yeah. where, okay, you're going to helos. And and I had three roommates and those guys were two or three events into the program. And I hadn't even been called yet. We're in the same class. And uh, early one morning, the phone rings and it's the senior Marine up there in Milton, Florida. And he says, hey, Lieutenant, right. what are you doing? Uh a uh, studying, sir. He says, hey, hey, why don't you come and see me this morning? Oh, I'm in the office all day. Uh okay. I said, I'll be ready. He said, Take your time. So I don't remember anything. First of all, he asked me what I was doing, like he gives a shit. Two, right. hey, I'll be in here all day, not like you're 10 minutes late. I'm thinking he's dropping my guard. I have missed something. Uh-huh. I have uh-huh. screwed up something. That's why I've been called for training. Oh, I remember in the mirror putting my tie on, my Charlie's uniform, sweating. I don't remember saluting the gate guard. <laughs> Pound on the hat. Sir, Lieutenant Schweiger reporting. This Come on in. Have a seat. I'm going, oh, this one's going to hurt. Have a seat. I'm yeah. sitting there like a sit down, <laughs> Lieutenant. <laughs> <laughs> sweating profusely. Okay. On this wish list at the top where it says helicopters, put a line through it. Initial that. Right, jets. <laughs> line two where it says jets, put a line through it. Initial that. Bright helicopters, you know, O oh, P T E R S. <laughs> Congratulations, you know. And Ugh. slam, there's a door, and I'm standing there going, I got to be in Beaville, Texas this in seven days. Nice. Nice. I walked up and down the hall. I went to the bathroom, splashed water on my face. Within 10 minutes, I'm back in the door. Sir, Lieutenant Schweiger, come in. What's wrong? Something happened? I don't want this.
0: He, 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 must have, he must have looked at you like, yeah, like you had You lost balls. your
2: damn
1: mind. Need a psych eval, yeah. boy.
2: <laughs> he was American Indian. He had very deep eyes, very dark hair. He oh, went from being stupid. happy, congratulate. He wasn't in touch with his inner self. <laughs> <No>. His emotions <laughs> change way too fast. No. He was about to be in touch with your inner yeah. self, reach it, down your throat it, and rip it. your heart out. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Get in, get in here. You know? <laughs> and he spent 20 minutes talking about oh. it. That's event number t- yeah. Oh, that's one of the that's event number 3 that ch- that changed my course of my life forever, not my choice.
0: Well, how about that?
2: End up in Beeville, Texas. Did uh Wait,
0: onion, what year is this?
2: Beeville, Texas was in 1987. Okay. Okay. 1987.
1: Okay. So you went through uh did you go through a blower? No. Kent Carpenter? No.
0: Don't re- recognize that name. All right. He's uh, he's he's a couple years he's a couple, years, uh, he's a couple years ahead of us, I think.
1: Yeah. Eight, well, eighty seven would have been lower. Yeah. A guy, a yeah. buddy of mine from, from uh, TBS.
2: Honestly, I don't remember okay. a lot of guys back yeah. like then.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: Whidbey Island for A six yeah. training, Washington State. Don Del De Toro in August of '88, the week after Colonel Caddick crash. Remember the Hornet in the air show? Pancake mm-hmm. did yes. seventy five. instantaneous. Out of El Toro. Yeah. He lived, yeah. yeah. I got down there a week after. First deployment, uh, Iwakuni, Japan.
0: A6s, right? A6s. A6s.
2: Yep. And that's where I got my call sign.
0: Okay. How'd that come
2: about? <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Let's hear that. So you guys know, uh, maybe your audience does not and you get over to Iwakuni, Japan. <clears throat> uh, after going to Hawaii, wake, land in Iwakuni, a uh, three-day adventure across the Pacific. Yeah. Yeah, two-day safety standout, unpack, course rules. You know, here's the base, first time deployed, and uh, day three, officer meeting with the skipper, and he makes his announcements and makes his assignments, and he says, and tonight, you know, 5 p.m., everybody meets at my favorite little Japanese restaurant, I'm buying all the fried rice, you know, first round of drinks is on me. Mandatory, everybody. Fir- <laughs> you first-timers hook up with a second tour guy and uh, find out where that restaurant is. So... There we are. Uh, there I was in this restaurant.
3: <laughs> it's fried, a, it sounds of like rice. a yen roll.
2: <laughs> piles yeah. of fried mm-hmm. rice, beers and and whiskeys flying all over the place, and we roll oh. the dice. Remember the dice cup thing? And yes, oh yeah, yes. Shit's Captain Crew. Well, I had gotten out like eighty dollars worth of yen. Yen's back then were what two hundred and eighty yen per the dollar. I had eighteen thousand yen. You know,
3: Ooh, <laughs>
2: I lost the first dish. dice roll. Oh. Lady presented me a bill for 23,000 yen. I didn't have near enough money. Ah, hell. All right. So uh, I'll take your duty Friday. I'm begging, pleading. Give me a loan. You know. Uh, Right. And apparently (laughs) in Japan, when you can't pay your bill, it's a big shame on the waitress. Yeah. She stands there and has to endure your pain. Oh, yeah. oh And I'm being oh, yeah, teased boy. and harassed, and, and the price is going up, and I'm barely there. When she taps me on the shoulder, I spin around, and her finger meets my face and says, you tight like onion, and she disappears and, and with her head down. <laughs> <laughs> so oh. I turn around, everybody's doing what Fig was doing. Every, half the guys are on their knees with tears streaming down their faces. <laughs> uh, I mean, they couldn't breathe. Tight like onion. What the, That's stupid. <laughs> Many layers get squeezed juice out of, and uh...
3: yeah. yes, yes,
0: yeah. and then that's, uh, the call that's how call signs born. That's it. Yes, that is great. You tight like onion. Tight like onion. I like that. Okay, that may even be a show title, You tight like
1: onion. love it. Absolutely love it. Holy smokes. So that was uh A sixes. Were you uh A-6. so oh, you said Old Toro,
0: so you were a West Coast A six guy. Yes, sir. What squadron was that on your the
2: VMFA- VMA AW two forty two.
0: Okay. Okay. Okay, which became uh the the D Squadron.
2: The second D Squadron, yeah. Okay. One twenty one yeah. was the A yeah. six boat squadron. They became the first D squadron on the West Coast.
0: And then you uh wait, when you deploy when you Westpacked, you were it was two forty two, right?
2: When I met VMFA. you. VMFA.
0: VMFA 121
2: uh, in 92 oh, when I met you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I was I, the only know. first lieutenant that was picked up uh, to stand up the first D squadron in May of 90. Wow. Uh, and again, okay. that was number four of the four events I told you that changed my life forever and got me to where I am now. Uh, yeah. Colonel Mug had selected me to be in that squadron. He was the ex. So him and Colonel Adcott were the ones that were, assigned to stand up the new squadron. So he had wanted me and that's how I got in there above everybody else. That Friday in the club <laughs> I wasn't
0: liked. Too many captains <laughs> were not happy to get picked up. Did they did he make that announcement at the at the club? No, when
2: uh, when they came out with the initial roster. I mean everybody in the fleet applied to be the in the squadron. The first D's to stand up. I mean they had F4 oh, sure. guys Everybody. Oh, yeah. And so there were a lot of people. So very qualified people, too. I mean, uh, so when I got into the
0: club that Friday, they, they weren't, how the hell do you rate? <laughs> what makes you so special? <laughs> uh, <Lieutenant>. Right. right. <laughs> well, you know that's coming. You know that's coming, bro. Yeah.
1: Yeah, <laughs> even a blind squirrel, man. Every now and then you walk bass backwards into a good bullied. deal. I was
0: doctor. Bullied yeah <laughs> So, so what uh, the transit? So, did that start that? Uh, when did you? When did the transition start? Was that May, May of yep. 90? Not our
2: first D's, May of 90.
0: Holy shit. So, uh, and uh, I, I mean, Saddam Hussein invaded Kuwait in August. August. So, what, so, what, so how long was the how that work out? Yeah. Well, yeah, we because were, you, I,
2: exactly. Um, you know, they literally hand us brand new F-18s from McDonnell Douglas. Hand us a cat's eye, cat cat's cat eyes, Anvis six night vision goggles, stereoscopic. You know, twenty forty visual acuity, which is what I have right now. Yeah. And uh, and when the uh, announcement came that Third Marine Air Wing was going to go over, we had all about eight airplanes, nine nine airplanes, and they said, "You guys aren't going." All of El Toro disappeared. We were helping squadrons pack, we were Will's powers of attorney, helping everybody get right. ready to go. I mean, we quit flying to help the rest of the squadrons leave. So on or about <laughs> December that year, somebody told who was it? General General Forty, Horty, what was the ground combat element commander of the Marine Division out there? Somebody told him he could have night vision goggle, close air support. He goes, No, we don't. You know, yeah, you do. No, we don't. Well, they're over in El Toro, but yes, you do. Yeah, they're
0: they're sitting in El Toro, General. But you can, you can grab them.
2: So we went immediately on a seventy-two hour alert. We thought we'd be home for Christmas. We had the whole base to ourselves, and now we're seventy-two hour alert. Pack our bags, you know, get ready to leave.
0: It wasn't. And and you were the hey onion. I hate to interrupt you. You uh, you're the that was the first uh, D squadron. to stand up. Yeah, correct. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's kind of a big damn deal.
2: We didn't know how to use our jets.
0: A lot of capability there, we right? We didn't know how that to man. use the
2: night vision goggles. We're still scaring the shit out of ourselves. Oh my! There was gosh. no training syllabus. They hand them to us, going, "Here, item discussion recommendation. Tell us how to use these figure, things.
0: Fig- figure it out, man. Yeah,
2: exactly.
0: Right. <laughs> Don't oh, fuck man. it up.
2: Yeah, we're the last squadron in. The first week of January. Uh, we got the worst cots, the
0: worst p- suitcase sleeping bags well, of course because <laughs> yeah, everything, everything was taken everything yeah. was taken yeah, to, what are you
1: kidding man we they, they, they were already the, the sleeping bags were already pre-liced yeah yeah you know <laughs> been there a couple months Pl- they plenty ate. of mres so, for yeah, everybody yeah. to enjoy <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah. broken cots you know sleep on the floor use the cot as a pillow
0: so hey hey onion i i gotta stop you real quick and i just gotta let you know so um because the Marine Corps had just retired all of the OA-4 mics from the Ham squadrons. Yes. The OA-4s were – the Marine Corps used them as fast facts. Yes. And we covered this before. Right. Uh, that's an acronym for FAST Forward Air Controller. And uh, I, I was in HAMS 32 at Cherry Point for, I don't know, about four months or so okay. uh, while I was stashed before I started the rag. And so I had flown it in – and and to actually uh, got to de- deploy to the Yuma for thirty days and do some fast facts stuff. Right? Yes, uh. Well, uh, the Gulf War kicked off. I am in the rag uh, as the war kicks off. We'd already flown all those airplanes to uh, Davis Monthan to be wrapped up and put in, and that was the last A four mics uh, o four mics was right there from Troy Point. Yeah. So the guy that was the commander of the squadron was a major at the time he was in my rag class because he was transitioning to harriers was that and, famous uh, it was famous yeah okay. it famous called me at about 11 30 at night which was really weird and he goes okay you need to pack a bag and uh and a shave kit for a couple of days we're, we because we're going i think we're going to the desert we're going to start bringing the airplanes back we're pulling them back out and and we I, I think we're going to deploy we're going to go fast back he goes, so pack a bag and be ready to go. Of course, that never happened. Right. okay, yeah. But that's, so apparently there was some message traffic going around because, you know, the only thing they had that was FAC-A airborne was the Broncos, and you, and we know how that went. Yeah. yeah. Until you guys Until showed up. Until we showed up, yeah. So yeah. we started. There you go.
2: The first couple of weeks was air interdiction, helping the Air Force and, uh, and company hit targets up in Iraq, soften the battlefield. My first mission was a uh, power plant, electrical power plant off the Euphrates River.
0: I'm going to stop you right there. Yes. Air interdiction. Describe that because we have some listeners that uh, okay. aren't military. Thanks so for stopping me. Yeah, what air
2: interdiction. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I forget. The acronyms flow like they're part of my Hey,
0: language. we don't even know what it is. So, you know, <laughs>
2: that's really I, first, man. That's really why I wanted to know. <laughs> uh,
3: call,
2: call it like, uh, you know, prepping the battlefield. Um a lot of intel gathering, hit some high value targets. So if you can hit a power plant, it shuts down all the electricity, communications, air, air, uh, interdict, air defense systems. Mm-hmm. So AI is air, uh, air interdiction to, to disrupt the enemy's ability to defend. So we really weren't hitting, uh, tactical targets as we were hitting theater targets. Yeah. Uh, and we were when we flew the night, Thank you know, F 117s is us and where we were. Um, Laser guided bombs, kind of thing, loadouts, fast in, fast out. So we weren't really part of the fast fact kill box that were classically known there in in
0: Kuwait, that everybody knows that that's what we were doing. And that's what we're going to do. So,
3: okay. Yeah.
0: So, you, so initially you were doing (laughs) air interdiction, which is what any other attack guy, which is everybody was doing. Yeah. Harriers were doing it up in Kuwait. Um, Yeah. So and, and, I was a second. Where, hey, Onion, where where were you flying out of? Where were oh, you guys? Uh, Bahrain Island, Shakeesa Airfield.
1: Oh, okay, okay,
0: okay. Down right. there, there was an F
2: four Wild Weasels unit down there. Air Force unit was also using that airfield. That's about all they okay. could put in there.
1: So, uh, and the Wild Weasels were
2: the uh, Air Force Recce F fours.
1: Yeah, reconnaissance. Yeah, and 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 they were also electronic, right? Like, weren't they? They didn't have quite the package the EA six had, but
0: yeah, I thought I thought the Wild Weasel guys were uh, they would they would basically fly fly around and try to get a, a site to lock them up, and then they would try to kill the site, right? I didn't I didn't know With the hit. I didn't know yeah.
2: any of their electronic Tactics. jamming capabilities. Yeah, I do think yeah. they
1: had the. Uh, very secret. Hush, hush. Oh, well,
3: that's old airplane. It's gone. <laughs> no,
0: I think, no, I, I, I thought yeah. the Wild Weasel mission was was literally try to kill the dishes. Yeah, you know, okay.
1: yeah. Like, like yeah, try we, to get we them to lock you up and hit, hit, that, hit you gonna with gonna a Shrike missile dishes. or something like that. Okay. Put a Shrike right
0: down your radar nose. It, it, was, it was a kind of a hazardous job, but, uh, but they were fast, <laughs> yeah, and, but and that's what, well, they, well, they, you know, that's what they trained you to do. Yep, yep. Yeah. Yeah. So,
2: awesome. not until a week after All right. we start
0: into the kill box thing. <laughs> A week, a week after the air war started. that Then you started the kill box. Yeah, then we focused right. on Kuwait. Can, uh, can you describe that? Yeah. Can you describe – you said the kill box thing. I know what you mean. Yeah. And so does repeat. But uh, can you kind of describe that for the average uh, non-military? Yeah, how, how, how did it player? all
1: kick off and what? why did you wind yeah. up in a kill box? And it sounds like it wasn't fun.
2: <laughs> it was um, – so –
1: It
0: was with fun. The,
2: with the Army and the Air Force kind of taking the Iraqi theater – uh, the Marines were focusing, using Marine assets for what the Marines were going to do. And CNN told everybody the Marines were going to come in amphibiously from the Gulf. The division was down south in Saudi Arabia. And so they took Kuwait and, and made a checkerboard out of it. And these are 25 miles square uh, designated on our maps. And then we called them kill boxes. So we would go up and patrol a kill box, get intelligence. Short story is you learn, you learn these kill boxes like your backyard as a kid. You knew where all the turds yeah. were, you knew all the holes were, you knew where the roots were, you knew where to play yeah. football, where you could where you could dive and slide, and where you're going to hit by rock. We learned these things by heart. So when you go up there at night, you go, oh, that's new. Let's see where that leads to. Oh, look at that. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> He's buried himself. <laughs> and so we had, it was our job to pry him out of there with whatever rock eye or 500 pounders we had available. We carried okay. typically white uh, Willie Pete rockets, white phosphorus, four-inch uh, rockets that were four to a pod. We carried two mm-hmm. pods, self, uh, self-protect self sidewinder missiles, and two drop tanks. And we would be up in these kill boxes for a half an hour patrolling. If there was nothing happening, we'd call to the TAC, Tactical Air Command and Control Center in the, in the Marine Corps, and we'd move over to another kill box. And this is the way they deconflicted all the other airplanes up in Kuwait. So that we owned the kill boxes. They could keep planes from coming in. They could, the AWACS knew where we were. Um, awesome. So this was kind of airfield separation so that we wouldn't have friendly fire or overlapping efforts.
0: And, uh, the Willie Pete rockets were f- specifically for marking targets for other. Correct. That- yeah. So we'd find are, a are those target. them? there. I'm trying to share them on the screen. That's it. There it is. Yeah. There, that's yep.
2: exactly it. Um, you can okay. see those at night. You can see a big white cloud during the day, but they would burn like tinkers on the ground. Uh, So even aircraft without night vision goggles and no other sensors available, the pilot with his own bare, uh, own eyeballs could see these tinkers on the ground. And so once we launched this
0: thing, go ahead. Let's back up because in in, uh, 1990, uh, you, you being having night vision goggles, you were pretty unique. The Harriers didn't. Nobody did. Yeah. Yeah, nobody did. You you guys were uh, leading edge technology kind of yeah. stuff.
1: because uh, it, it was it was about ninety two. Was it five thirteen? Was the were they the first ones to stand up in Harriers somewhere out west? It was either five thirteen or two fourteen.
0: Right. Yeah, or three. Yeah. Of them. And to your audience, of
2: these guys, night vision right. goggles would take the starlight that reflected off the desert or the road and enter the glass. Mm-hmm. You didn't even need the moonlight. They were pretty good. Okay, um, and they were stereoscopic. And if you look through a toilet paper tube. That's our field of view. It was very Great narrow, lines. very small. So you had no peripheral. So at night you could be, that plane would r- rotate around your neck and your head would be still. You had no horizon. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That Hornet could like this and your head hadn't moved yet because you're focusing on So we had to do what we called the Stevie Wonder and build that artificial horizon by bouncing our heads back and forth. Yeah. So the backseater okay. always wanted to see his pilot having the head back and forth. So he had spatial awareness.
1: What um, it, being a safety officer, I was always concerned with this. Tell me what, uh, because I don't know. Fig, did you ever fly with goggles in the Harrier? Uh, never in the Harrier. C one thirty. I know you did C-130. in the C one thirty. My my concern is, um, they put this extra, I don't know, three pounds of gear on your head, <laughs> and <laughs> then said, "Go ahead and eject if you have to." With that, was, was there any out. anything addressed? Where you were you to rip them off? What what was the plan?
2: They were on with a clip, and they were supposedly okay. going to break off by the acceleration of the ejection seat. Yeah, okay. I don't along know which the, was gonna along break with your first. head. Yeah, your neck. Yeah, it would break. <laughs> yeah, and they stuck right on so, there. I mean, the ejection seat. Something was going to you know. break.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something was going to hey. break off. Yeah. Your head, I mean, the guy, did, guy you have a, uh, <laughs> uh,
0: did you have a battery pack for the uh, For the tubes on the back of the helmet with a counterweight? or No, a, the what, batteries what were to, built into the block and
2: the... The, the the lenses sat up high, but the glass came down in front
0: of us. All right. Was there a counterweight there was no required counterweight, so that you no. didn't feel? The- no, uh, it was, so, that was right was it, kind of, was it kind of nose heavy? <laughs> it was. Yeah.
2: Ah, well, they shit. gave us custom helmets that fit a lot tighter than the ones you had. I mean, they put these helmets yeah. on us that shaped our noggin. So the lumps in my head kind of held the helmet into place. Uh, it, was- it didn't help. I bet
0: you got <laughs> so your, your neck muscles got a little stronger from carrying around a little extra head, full forehead yeah.
2: weight. But now I got degenerative disc, bone spurs, and arthritis in my neck.
0: Okay, that's weird because uh, that's just weird that that would happen like
2: that. It was the advent of that new technology. It was brand yeah, new, and right. they hadn't worked out the bugs yet.
3: Yeah, right. Well, what could okay. go wrong? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, weird.
0: Well, I just want to say right now, uh, thank you for your service, my friend. Thank and you, Thank you for all this physical sacrifices that you currently. Are experiencing because we all feel that, that sort of you thing. You've got but the same you,
2: thing. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: But we, thank you. Thank you. Okay. So back to this. So you're flying around. You got these night vision goggles on. Pete rockets. Yep. You, you find, got two drop tanks, which means you got a little extra time. Yes. Right. Half hour on station. And, gu- and a gun. And a
2: gun.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: 20 millimeter, 500, 500 rounds, <laughs> which for small nice. targets was pretty good soft targets a gun work great you can f- turn your lights out and fly down at 500 feet nobody knew you were there
0: <laughs> when you say so so would you de- would you uh, define what would be a say a small or a soft target a truck a ve- ve- vehicles a, a truck towing an artillery piece
2: um, even even light armor vehicles that gun could go through just like on your harrier light armor. right yeah yeah um
0: were you carrying hei rounds high explosive no, incendiary uh, rounds no
2: they were uh they were just projectiles. Okay. Um, okay. If
0: you don't mind, I don't have yeah, a loaded one, but yeah, yeah. Uh, as, far, as far as we know, it's not loaded. There oh, go. there you go. So that's the brass. That's that twenty millimeter out. brass. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
2: electronically fired. Where's my camera? There it is. Well, there you
0: go. Uh, yep. No, for a, the yeah. A, so
1: for the a, for those listening <laughs> on the podcast, which is where the vast majority are. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a about an inch across in diameter and probably five inches long it's just the shell yeah. that held the powder the yeah. and then yeah. and how much was the uh the round was that a depleted uranium round
2: yeah depleted uranium it extended okay. another uh two inches
0: yeah so it's probably about three quarters of a pound which heavy yeah, thing. yeah going down yeah. range and okay. and uh, so the hair uh the uh hornet had a Gatling gun, right? Yeah. Like six a five-barrel, mm-hmm. six barrels. Okay, yep. and and so you a uh, uh, one-second pull would it would equal a shit ton of lead going down.
2: One hundred right? rounds a second. You had five seconds yeah. worth <laughs> of bullets. Yeah. Yeah. It and was that's a yeah. lot of oh, hate yeah. going down. You range, didn't have to baby. squeeze it very long. Oh, yeah. You either hit it or miss it. So don't ma- yeah. don't button mash on that thing. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and and I imagine it was much like the Harrier. Wherever you put that little green dot that was in your HUD is where that round was going to hit.
0: Yeah. It was a yeah, death die. Yeah. A, like, yeah. yeah, death die. That's what we call it. Too. Yeah. All right, thank you. Okay, so you're oh. working kill boxes, supporting Marines.
2: Yes, they the ground war had not started yet. We're softening so up the battlefield. Backseater would talk to the uh, uh, who sent in the airplanes. You checked in as a Harrier with attack. An attack would roll you to the fast fact, right? Um, in, the, yeah. in the command yeah. and control system. And then I would be responsible for terminal control, getting a section of to The dask. The, the dask. That's would, it. The dask. That's the word I'm yeah, thinking. yeah, Direct air support coordinator. Uh, so the backseater would usually talk with the dask and relay to me what airplanes we had, what ordnance they had once we found a target. So when we found a target, we'd tell the dask we have targets. And here's what they are. We request this, request that. You know, uh, need Rock Eye. Don't have Rock Eye. We have 500 pounders. Okay, we'll make do with that. You bring them in. You can either see the target real easy, give them a coordinate, fly them in there at high altitude, or uh, when the ground war started, they needed to be slower for uh, more control, keep keep the keep the Marines on the ground safe. So uh, then we used a lot of the white phosphorus White was used a lot at night to mark targets as well because you could see those at night. So uh, that's yeah. kind of the tempo of ops. And so we did two a day every day for 45 days. We tried a surge ops for four days. That was three flights a day. That was exhausting. Uh, we did surge offs when the ground war started, so three times a day for
0: three or four days was the uh, was the regiment. A lot of work. Yeah. So 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 you were. Uh, what, what was the average schedule for you? You would fly. Uh, um, you would go in around five o'clock, have
2: dinner, wait for the sun to set, take your first mission early evening in the dark sky, hit the tanker for a top off, and go to the kill box by I don't know, be there by seven. It was December. The days were shorter. Got dark early. Got dark early. early. Uh, And you start working and you'd you'd hit it and go to the tanker after a half hour on station, fill up, go to another kill box for another half hour. Uh, So each mission was about two hours long. It was 200 miles from the bottom of uh, Bahrain Island up to Kuwait. So it was a half hour trip on up there. Uh, So we were airborne for two hours. Then you come back and do it again.
0: Were you uh, so uh, uh, so you say come back and do it again? Come so back, you land, have it,
2: take a nap, get some food, fly the next mission. Two, three, four o'clock
0: in the morning, whatever the head you're doing. So you would fl- so you were flying every day, every night, or every night, every night. Okay, wow, that's that's high tempo. What? Uh, yeah. How many airplanes in your squadron? Twelve. And that was pretty standard for fighter yes. squadron, right? Yeah,
2: yeah. Isn't that the same and, for the Air I think it's the same. Uh, I
0: mean, no, we, we had twenty. Had twenty. Yeah. good grief yeah ba- right. back in the day i know right there. well you know lighted light, light, light attack we're you know we're gonna take a lot of uh we're gonna take a lot of casualties okay yeah. okay so so here here's a, a you know off the wall and that's not really off the wall so you, you know we we had yeah, 12 guys in the squadron 12 airplanes 12, 12, airplanes.
2: Airplanes, 12 airplanes 26
0: officers how many uh, so 13 how many pilots
2: uh, how many 30, pilots, how many? 13, 13 or 14 pilots, I think, yeah.
0: And then the, the, equal number the same seaters. amount of, uh, uh, so d- did you call your backseaters WIZOs Wizzo, or RIOs? Yeah. Weapons or Sensor wizos.
2: Operator. Yeah.
0: Okay, and, and, two and those controls. guys, did they come from uh, uh, F-4s or A-6s? Were they brand new guys? What was their background?
2: All of the above, yeah. Mostly f uh, four. The first quarter we stood up wanted to have a uh, a, a wide base of knowledge. So we had F-4 backseaters for the fighter role. We had A-6, BNs for the tactical air to ground role. Uh, oh, as nice. the years moved on, we started getting new guys coming in. Uh, okay. But yeah, mostly F-4s and A-6s were the Wizos. Uh, and they, they didn't have a training program. They went through pilot training up until the part where you had to fly the airplane. And via uh, VMFAT-101 there in El Toro had a two-seat F-18 with a stick and a throttle in the back that they would teach new pilots with. So the two-seaters uh, in a rag, the guy was sitting in the back, the WIZO would. So he learned the HOTAS, hands-on throttle and stick system. We get these okay. brand new F-18s. They got two hand controllers, one that fits the left and one that fits the right. So for the first time, these guys are having to use a, a different set of controls. Oh, boy. Yeah, and so it, it was a big learning curve. And like I said, we didn't know how to use these airplanes with special weapons, the night vision goggles back in the summer of 90, 1990. We we're still figuring these things out so, uh,
0: so just to when be, we got called just over. Just to be complete, completely clear, the uh, rear, the, rear, uh, the WIZO in the rear cockpit had zero flight control. Zero flight All he controls. had was sensors and… He could uh,
2: flap his arms. They didn't work real well. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we. He, when did he had a voice actuated right? pilot,
0: <laughs> right?
2: <laughs> yeah. He wanted to go somewhere. He just had to command it like Siri. It was a, we were the modern day, we We're the old modern day
0: Siri.
3: Yeah.
1: Voice actuated autopilot. Mm. Love it.
0: <laughs> oh, all right. So uh, I, I have a previous knowledge of a story that you related to me in uh, a couple, a few weeks ago when, okay. when you and I, when you and I saw each other in Ops, and uh, just just for our listeners' uh, pleasure, um, Onion and I have a history. We, we got history. However, uh, when I saw you a couple of weeks ago, and we had this uh, conversation—just a chance conversation. Mm-hmm. This is about, so bizarre. Talk about a small world. Oh, I know. What? I told Onion about the interview we had just done with vapor this will dovetail nicely though this will dovetail real nicely oh my god absolutely in fact you know what
1: let's do this let's tease it come back and hear the coincidence that is big telling the vapor story to onion (laughs) in flight operations as soon as we get back from this did you know hello fresh offers more than just delicious dinners Now you can skip that extra grocery store run by adding snacks, sides, and more to your weekly order. Simply shop HelloFresh Market and choose from a curated selection of over 100 items. Whether you're looking to eat well, reach your food goals, or simply save time, HelloFresh has you covered. Their menu features calorie-smart and protein-smart options as well as new vegan dinners to choose from. HelloFresh makes it easy to enjoy flavorful recipes that leave you feeling satisfied. With HelloFresh, you can have it all, free time and fresh tasty food. They take care of the meal planning and deliver the ingredients so everything you need to whip up a delicious meal arrives right at your door. And speaking of variety, HelloFresh offers 40 recipes to choose from every single week. Say goodbye to boring meals and hello to exciting new flavors that will keep you inspired in the kitchen. When you need dinner fast, don't settle for delivery. Think HelloFresh. Their fast and fresh recipes are ready in just 15 minutes or less. Plus, HelloFresh is 25% cheaper than takeout, so you can enjoy delicious meals without breaking the bank. Featuring quality proteins, fresh produce, and plans for many lifestyles, it's no wonder why HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. Join the millions of satisfied customers who've transformed their dinner routine with HelloFresh. Go to HelloFresh.com slash SoThereIWas50 and use the code so there I was 50 for 50% off, plus free shipping. And if you're still not convinced, let me share my personal experience with HelloFresh. We initially received it as a gift, and our first meal was pork tacos with mango salsa. Was it ever a revelation? It was absolutely amazing, and we've been paying customers ever since. So, why wait? Go to HelloFresh.com slash SoThereIWas50 and use the code SoThereIWas50 for 50% off plus free shipping. That's an incredible offer you don't want to miss. Say hello to HelloFresh and goodbye to boring dinners. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Here at so there I Was, we're proud to welcome back as a sponsor, Robin's Bird Brain Designs. Looking for a unique and thoughtful gift? Well, look no further. At robinsbirdbraindesigns.com, they specialize in custom slate coasters that are sure to impress. Imagine having a set of coasters personalized with your squadron logo and call sign, or even your aircraft tail number and instruments. Whether it's for your aviation enthusiast friends or a special someone in your life, Their custom coasters are the perfect way to show that you've put some thought into getting that something special for someone truly special. But it doesn't stop there. They can also create coasters with any organization logo and printing that you desire. From military units or sports teams, they've got you covered. Their high-quality coasters are made from durable slate, ensuring they'll stand the test of time. So why settle for ordinary gifts when you can give something extraordinary? Visit robinsbirdbraindesigns.com today and let them help you create custom gifts that show just how much you care. Because when it comes to thoughtful presence, they've got your back. And finally today, what a crafting wooden propellers, B1s, and Empire Flying Boats all have in common? Well, they've all been featured as subjects on a great aviation history podcast I want to tell you about. It is called The Damcasters, and every week host Matt Bone interviews a new guest about aviation's history from when Pontius was a pilot through today and beyond. No topic is off limits on the Damcaster, so if someone fell off a rock and got a decent hang time, it may well be an episode. So far, Matt has welcomed historians discussing the intrepid female balloon operators of the 1800s, pilots of photo recon mosquitoes, A-10s, and the F-117 Alpha stealth fighters, and tours of some of the great aircraft museums around the world. Brought to you in association with the fantastic Pima Air Museum in Tucson, Arizona. Join us as the Damcasters take flight to some of the most incredible tales from aviation's surprisingly long past and exciting future. Subscribe today at thedamcasterspod.com. That's thedamcasterspo dot com or wherever you get your podcasts okay so we've teased it a little bit we recorded with vapor about a week ago he tells the story of getting shot out of the sky in Iraq and and that uh, he got some help from some guys in the air to make sure that he was going to get back safely across uh, friendly lines uh, in spite of the minefields betwixt him and <laughs> friendly lines and fig wound up a couple days later
0: talking to uh, onion in uh, flight operations <laughs> at his airline That's it. That's how, <laughs> that's how you know. That's how small the aviation world is. It yeah. really is. So yeah. uh, I I see Onion uh, on a regular basis, usually. <laughs> so we're just kind of shooting the shit. Uh, we're killing time in between flights, and uh, I just brought up the fact that we had this podcast, and he goes, "Really?" So I I, I showed him the uh, the QR code, uh, so he could you know go listen to it, I listen and I said, them, "Yeah." yeah. Well, as a matter, as a matter of fact, uh, just the other night, we talked to a fellow Harrier uh, pilot friend of ours, uh, you know, Vapor, and uh, he he had some great stories, and he recounted about, you know, getting shot down in Iraq. And he goes, really? When was that? And I said, <laughs> I told him. And he goes, hmm, I uh, that's weird, because I had dealt with a... Your guy getting shot down and in you Iraq. You told me the
2: story, and I'm going, "That's credible. That sounds very familiar." How's you? How do you know it? Going, <laughs> right, yeah, right.
0: Like, and so I got the same story. Yeah. And so, yeah, he starts rattling off this, and I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, stop! I don't want to hear anymore." Yeah. I need to get you. I need to get you to come on our podcast and record it. So here we are you tonight. Did. You leveraged yeah. my ass over here. Now, before you tell me that story, the story that you also told me, you told me a story. So which, which took first, which, which place took first, uh, uh which, which took story? place first. That's easy for you to yeah. say. <laughs> Jeez, it's been the a egg. long day. Oh, the egg. Was it, was it the egg or was it the chicken? <laughs> so was it the vapor story or was it the, uh, the story that you told me about the, the listening post guys?
2: Oh, the listening post guy was, um, was that, that before happened first. or after? Happened first, okay. Because well, w- would you I sent tell you a diary first. Repeat, uh, diary okay. page from when the when I went. Yes. Uh, left okay. The, if, if you pull that picture up, and the next day it was the, uh, no, the ground war had started already because the Marines were on the move. Um, because that's when they evacuated Kuwait. The Iraqis took all the vehicles and the toilets and the kitchen sinks. And the next day after that, Harrier was shot down it was when the Iraqis left Kuwait City there it is so there in my diary fig uh February yeah, so 26 the, is a date on that thing I think Feb 26 1990 says,
0: 1991.
2: 1991 yeah uh, of all the things I did that day uh it says I went right to right with a Harrier on fire
0: <laughs> okay, wait. So, so that took place before the listening post. No, the listening
2: post happened At- first. The ground troops, uh, oh. the, the Marines, hadn't moved across the border yet.
3: Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> remember the night of Kofchi? Us,
2: the big Kofchi raid. The Iraqis list- came down in tanks.
0: So, so let's let we'll get bring our listeners up to date on the, yeah. on the historical part of the battle, okay. and then I want you to tell the listening post story because that's really <laughs>
2: okay. So, again. <laughs> We're running kill boxes. Um, some of the troops found out that they could listen to our squadron common on HF radio. And our squadron frequency was 121.0. VMFA. One, 121. 121.0 is one. Yeah. squadron common. So we talked to each other in various kill boxes or when we are working together. Or just quiet night. Um, <clears throat> and the night the Kofji raid happened. The famous Kafji raid: The Iraqis came in a big surprise attack into, uh, I think, Saudi Arabia territory. They took over the town of Kafji. At the same time, they did a couple other move uh, maneuvers with tanks and armored personnel carriers across the southern border of Kuwait into uh, Saudi Arabia. And there was a Marine uh, lookout post, kind of a forward guard, if you will, usually accompanied a corporal and a jeep and a couple of lance corporals and a radio and. They would sit there at night just making sure there were no surprises. If I remember correctly, I was on my way up to the tanker when we are hearing all this chatter on the radios about the Iraqis on the move. Um, and so we still had to hit the tanker and top off. So we're gathering kind of intel. We end up going to our kill box. They have Kofchi covered. Everybody's kind of got it all uh, sealed off until <clears throat> we hear on the radio – uh what was uh hey we we need help this is <laughs> corporal and i fizz, and he his name out and it's like hey get off the radio this is our squatter this call. is smith this is corporal
3: we need help
2: right now we're surrounded like who the hell it,
3: it, <laughs> yeah who is this we, yeah.
2: we use some other words but
3: yeah
2: we kind of went all right what's this what's your problem what's your issue you know And so when he talked about these vehicles that came down and surrounded this little cement building he was sitting on about three stories high that Iraqi tanks and armored personnel carriers had surrounded him, we had to go find out. So we asked what the coordinates were, and we flew over there. And there was a small building, and there were tanks around it.
0: Oh, no shit.
2: Well, okay, that's credible. Uh, Where are you? We're in the building. I think they they might come upstairs and find us. He's whispering in the radio. Who's that? Uh. Who's they? These are Iraqis. They're out of their t- so the Iraqis are out of their tanks. You know, uh, stretching after a long drive <laughs> and enjoying some cool, fresh night air. And they're milling around these tanks outside. And we got to, we need to see where these troops were. Well, they want to give away their position, so we said. Shine a flashlight. You got a flashlight? Yeah. Put the lens in your hand. Turn the light on. Put your palm up. Put the lens in your hand. Turn the light on. So he did. And that little red glow in the palm of his hand showed up in our night vision goggles. Bright as could be. Now yeah, we knew it was to look exactly like, a, it it looked like a solar flare too. Yeah, guys. it was like when they when the Iraqis light up a cigarette look like that. Just this big plume of light that shows up. And they were, yeah. they were lighting up cigarettes and everything. When he turned that light on, we found him. So to get the Iraqis Sweet. back in their vehicles so they wouldn't go up and discover these Marines, we lobbed a Willie Pete rocket out, them. Poof. <laughs> it blossomed up. <laughs> you know, get down, boys. Here comes a Willie Pete rocket. So the Marines were well covered in the cement building, and we got the Iraqis stuck in their tanks so they wouldn't be discovered. But now we had to get these tanks. Called the DAS, 500-pounders, Rock Nope, doesn't work. The tanks are right next to the buildings like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you need some... You need something else.
2: Yeah, we can't. Yeah, what do we, have? what do we have? What do we have called the AWACS? AWACS, they have A10s. We need some okay, A-10s. they had two A10s, they're about uh bingo fuel, but they had enough to come over. They hadn't been used to this point because there was nothing going on for them, and so they were more than happy. So we flew over to where they were coming from, radar rendezvous at night. Turned our lights on. Do you see us? Yep. Join our wing. Two 810s on the wing. Follow us. And we drove them right up. Here's the building. The Marines are on the top of the building. Don't hit the building. Have at it. And uh, they couldn't see. Uh, they didn't have night vision goggles, but their IR Mavericks could see the tanks. So one by one. Oh.
0: <laughs> they started, they started hitting tanks with laser Ding. Mavericks? Yeah, the
2: Marines are getting showered by tank turrets and pieces of hot shrapnel but they were happy to be (laughs) suppressed so
0: hallelujah just a lot of maverick Uh, was a badass weapon too against a tank yeah Yeah. so yeah we
1: that thing would penetrate the armor of a tank (laughs) send a depleted uranium rod (laughs) through the tank incinerate everything inside Mm -hmm. there through overpressure and then like you say blow the turret off the turret would fly 40 feet 50 feet
2: yeah Bullets on that thing, you know, you hit metal hard enough and impact that much energy, it turns it molten. So the bullet goes through these tanks, and the inside of the tank is a spray of liquid metal, super hot. That's what think of lava. Yes, (laughs) lava. Yeah, metal lava. (laughs) Lava. (laughs) Kind of sick of stuff Uh, like
0: that. So, uh, did you tell me that sometime later? Somebody came looking for so, you. So uh,
2: was it a year, two years? We're up in a ready room. Um, a sergeant comes in from Pendleton, Camp Pendleton, which is just down the street from El Toro. And he's looking yeah. for
0: – It's a Marine, Corps, Marine base, Corps base. Marine Corps Marine uh, infantry base. First Marine, Marine Division.
2: Division, yeah. Uh-huh. So, looking for Lieutenant Schweiger. Uh-oh. A sergeant. <laughs> I'm captain, yeah, captain Captain, yeah, captain Wager, yeah, right. at the time.
3: Yeah.
2: And uh so uh buddy of mine comes running down. Hey, onion, onion, you gotta see this guy. He's got this story. Uh he, he wants to meet you. Uh, who is it? Sergeant, you know, Newton. Well, I I don't know Sergeant Newton. What he, he drove up from Camp Pendleton. <laughs> Somehow this guy found he's me. He's
0: gotta see you. Oh, he's not crap. leaving. I know he he's type. standing yeah, in the ready room correct. right now. It's yeah. like mm.
1: And you're like, oh shit! I didn't, well, what I, I do? I really wasn't. I just, yeah. It was more curious. I did not know his family. girlfriend.
3: Yeah, it's
2: like, <laughs> I didn't know she was married. I don't have his car. That's my car. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh. So I walk up, and you know, he, he, it looked like he wanted to give me a hug, but he wanted to salute. There was a lot going on right there, and I didn't quite understand.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah. And, I, okay. Right. A lot of emotion. A lot of emotion. Salute. He hug. Yeah. me For the first
2: yeah. time, he knows. I don't know who the guy is, but he knows. Oh, he yeah. begins to tell the yeah, story he knows who you of are. what happened. Yeah, and he I'm knows like, who you are, but he that was you. Okay, that was you. that was you. That was me. So, yeah, then we did, we did get to the HUD part. And I uh, so told uh, his can, side of the story.
0: Can you recount? Yeah, yeah. please, please yeah, recount. He, he was, they
2: were this panicked. Was. It was him and a Lance Corporal. They were completely panicked. Surrounded by tanks. Literally, you hear the – he talks about hearing the, the rumble and the and the, the, the engine, the diesel engines, uh, and they can't see anything. And, and suddenly, these vehicles come out of the dark and, and park right next to the building. The Iraqis step out. They're walking around talking and smoking. And, and yeah. he is just terrified. He's way outnumbered. Um, so – and he's calling back to the to the to the division or the battalion he's worked for, going, "Hey, we're, we're, what do you have? Where? You know, it's going to be a few minutes before we get a group together. You know, what their quick reaction force just wasn't up to speed to do an Iraqi tank. So, are you kidding their me? QRF for just tanks? wasn't ready. Yeah. yeah, so they were left alone. So the, they they thought, well, let's call an F eighteen since we've been listening to them for a couple of months." <laughs> <laughs> the poor
0: man's factory. Yeah, he's dropping on you guys just for, to kill the time, right? Yeah, to kill it, the it, time, uh, listen
2: to air battle going on. Yeah, it, listen to these. And uh, save their uh, damn these, lives. These, these marine officers on the battlefield are going to be running across. So one night they just used, you know, resourceful marines. They, we did stuff over there we never trained for. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, and a marine that has the uh, the the initiative and the knowledge and and just being marines, he will make it work. And uh, I think the delay was, I really couldn't believe it was him.
3: That's a great story.
2: Thank you. Uh,
3: I
0: love that.
1: I love that story. That is awesome. Yeah. Well, you know, and it it could have been somebody else. Uh, I actually heard a story recently from, and I I tried to get the guy to come on and he, he bagged off on us, but he he was over in Afghanistan and they were trying to get him to drop and he wouldn't drop. And they're trying to get him to drop and he wouldn't drop. (laughs) And it turned out that he was actually the guy that was trying to get him to release a weapon uh, onto a political rival <laughs> in another building. So, so yeah, they had, a, again, being resourceful. But this is Afghani, obviously, yeah.
0: uh, worlds yeah. and decades apart, but... Oh, yeah, you can man. have a family feud and everybody's shooting at each other, but when an American shows up, oh, they're all going to shoot at them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, so that was, I don't know what date that was, but that preceded when you met Vapor going the other way in a fireball. Yeah, yeah. you met so, Vapor on the radio one night.
2: <laughs> I, you know, I wasn't the one on scene until, right. yeah, uh, Vapor was so, talking to somebody so- else. T- tell else. us
0: how your day went until you- that happened. Okay, well, yeah, how'd you get a, there from here?
2: Yeah, want to give a shout out to uh, our deceased friend Ross Canio. He was the yeah. F eighteen pilot that was with Vape on his wing. Okay. Uh, Ross did a lot of good work for uh, disabled veterans, kind of a wounded warriors thing. He was a yeah. stunt pilot. Here's the
1: so, Ross. God bless you. Here's the here's Ross. Ross
2: meets meet to five, bro. Cheers. Um. <clears throat> the word went out to the desk, uh, launch SAR, AV-8B, Mayday, Mayday. Uh, I've been hit, um, coming in from Kuwait, uh, heading South Ross. I forget who meat was flying with, uh, unimportant. Hang on.
1: I might have it. Keep going.
2: <laughs> and, um, he is joined on this harrier that got hit by a man pad, man portable. Cronin sa seven. Cronin assassin. Yeah. Might be. Yeah, Major yeah, Cronin.
1: That's it because because I told Vapor that we were going to have you on, and he's going scanio or Cronin. Okay. And and I said no, no, another guy. But you know he was there that night with you.
2: Yeah. He oh didn't, yeah. He probably didn't see me. He I'm sure he didn't hear me because again 1210 our squad squadron common is who I was talking with meat. Yeah. Um. You know. We need help. He's in trouble. He's been hit. Come off the tanker. We pour on the coals, and we are the speed of heat. Trying to get to this Harrier, because we think
0: I— Can you define speed of heat for us? Speed of
2: heat. It's uh, the speed at which jet fuel burns, and it's
0: accelerated at the tailpipe.
2: It's bad. So, yeah,
0: it's so you're leaning fast. back on the seat. You got your left foot on the throttle, and you're standing. Left foot. Yeah, I'm doing a stand. I'm doing a back arch. You know, putting everything I can. Ramp downhill. There's zero. Bend G's those throttles totally forward. Resist. There's a 19 foot flame coming out of the back. All of the, the hair I had on my right head now.
2: got blown off. That's how I'm bald now. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Thank and,
2: you. Uh, uh, came off at 15,000 feet from the tanker. Meat says, "Hey, we're here at 8,000 descending. We're at 200 knots." Harrier's gliding. He's dead stick. Oh, he's still airborne. Okay. He's he's still in the airplane. Oh, okay. Uh, <clears throat> and so uh, backseater picks it up on the radar. Flight of two. I, I pull on pure pursuit, which means I'm going to meet these two airplanes nose to nose. And so as we start <clears throat> 10 miles, five miles, two miles, I look up <clears throat> and there's this bl- cloud coming across the sky. It's like... And there, at the end of that cloud, is a black cloud harrier with fire from the wing root back. I mean, oh, he's engulfed, shit. and it was yeah. like, Whoah. and you know, sometimes you see something and go, I look like a harrier on fire." I, <laughs> what? And then, right? well, oh, that was our—that was meat. He just he almost there hit goes us. meat. Yeah, me meat, meat just blew by. I wasn't even paying attention to him. I almost got like. Whoa, you know, so boom, back to idle, pulling a stick, loop back around, pick those guys up. And I remember Meat saying, you know, you got to stay in, you got to stay in. And I guess Vape, I didn't know it was his call sign. Vape's like, I got to get out. Meat's like, no, five more miles. You could make it. Just stay in the airplane. You're fine. You could make it. We're with you. And, yeah, So
0: so uh, for our listening audience, Vapor was asking, let me know when I'm across friendly lines yes. and then I'm going to jump out of yeah. this thing because I can't control battle, it anymore. Because yeah. he's yeah. dead stick so his
2: heavy Harrier that has no hydraulics. He's right, he's right. fighting this air. He wants to get out because I'm sure in the rearview mirror, that plume of fire behind him was just terrifying.
1: He's getting brighter and brighter. Brighter and brighter. Warmer
2: and warmer. <laughs> Weird. It making its way up. <laughs>
1: My ass is getting hot. <laughs> yeah.
2: I uh, was probably leaning forward and everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, Yeah. And oh, it's just a dead stick. I mean, he's going slow because it's like 200 knots. He's just descending slowly through 5,000, 4,000. And, you know, now we're seeing triple A bursts coming out of the ground. And I'm going, he's going to get smoked. <clears throat> so oh, shit. I told Beats, I said, I'm going to fly ahead, draw fire. So I just ramped down out in front and just did these, you know, weaving, cycling, figure eight, uh, kind of a modified scat maneuver, if you will. Yeah,
0: orthogonal maneuver.
1: Orthogonal maneuver, or, manu- uh, yeah, maneuvering in the vertical and horizontal <laughs> yeah. plane Word
0: of the day, orthogonal. <laughs> right, orthogonal. <laughs> let's, hey, uh, let's define orthogonal, okay, for <laughs> yeah, our listeners. It's a three-dimensional high-G maneuver, changing directions in in on all In all axes. Basically to destroy a, a gun solution. Yeah, so when they shoot the bullet at you, you're changing direction. So again, we're at yeah. 300 knots, but our
2: downrange travel is stopped because we are being and back and forth and up and down. And Mitsa calls his uh, altitude out so that we don't actually run up into this Harrier from behind. So we just stand down low, draw and fire. And finally, he says, "I vape says I can't hold it. I can't hold it." And the plane actually flips upside down, or at least rotates <clears throat> as I turn back around, looking back at him, and he ejects. What appeared to me, again, that F-18, where I was looking, could be very different. But it looks like he ejected toward the ground. Um,
0: I think he described
2: that, yeah. That's pretty much how he
3: described it. He was inverted, looking up at the desert going, oh,
0: shit.
2: Yeah, again, you know, (laughs) with the sand and the horizon, it just doesn't exist very well out there. And you just don't know where you are when you're looking back and
3: and under
1: said he condition. had his t- head tilted back 12 degrees and couldn't figure out why he was looking at his feet after he pulled the yeah. hand. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: uh, boom. There right. it goes. There, yeah. nose dove well. in. There's a chute that comes out, and it's like, oh, boy, we're on sea, Commander. So uh, we head back to the tanker because we know this is going to be a little while. Meat stays on site. Uh, I hear Vape say, you guys are going to stay with us, right? Uh, he's asking Meat to stay with him. Mm-hmm.
1: Do you have any ordnance left on board? We were point?
2: full of Willie Pete, yeah. We, okay. we just came on white phosphorus rockets. Okay. Is all we had. So, really, not a lot to defend them with. Um, but they had uh, the ground war had started, so the Marines were on the move. And Vape made it. I mean, he crossed the forward edge of the battle area and was in friendly area. However, the Iraqis were not pushed out completely. So he was a couple miles away. Now if you remember the coalition forces had that big orange panel on their on their vehicles so we could see them coming. Vape apparently yeah. dug a hole in the ground because we lost sight of him. When I came back from the tank and relieved meat to go to, for him to refuel, I didn't know where vape was. We had a waypoint coordinate <laughs> and we just orbited around. Anything that was going to come near that thing we we're gonna shoot at it. All yeah, ripping couldn't the zipper
1: handles off his flight suit to get lower to the ground. You know? Yeah,
2: right. I don't know <laughs> yeah, what yeah, his version of low. the story was then, but
0: he said something it. about going into a trench line and yeah. staying low. That and boy yeah, disappeared. Yeah. We yeah. couldn't find him. We could-
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he gone. Yeah. Go- <laughs> Find and then he found some engineer tape, so he made it safely through the minefield in spite of his best efforts. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I'd be I'd love to hear his side of the story down there, but
0: well, so that was his side of the story. The, yeah, he, we, yeah, we yeah called, that got he released low, today. Dude. We called him in some kind of trench line and he worked his way around and then he came nice. out and then there was concertina wire and he figured, okay, that's ours. Then he got through that and then he found tape. Well, first, he knew he was in a minefield.
1: Yeah, and he's like, "Oh crap! There's all this dirt's all been disturbed.
0: <laughs> I'm not in a good place." <laughs> he actually saw the little prongs of the anti-personnel mine, but he he found the engineer's tape and he got us. He got us yeah. to uh, at least uh, to a safe spot.
2: Yeah, and the marines yeah. then came and picked him up at gunpoint.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, yeah. what a uh, but what uh, what a coincidence though. Uh, how you know uh, I, I'm relaying that story. It, to you that was told to me by Vapor and then you're like, uh yeah, I was I was right there. I know so I, he he passed me going left <laughs> to left. Yeah. What <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so and, and and what I hope our listeners grab grasp from this is um it is truly a small world. Small marine when Corps you come, aviation when, you, world, when yeah. you're talking in Marine Corps aviation, it is so small. Yeah. Yeah. It's Marine tight aviation friendship. is, tight is
1: it is indeed
0: yeah. it's tight. Do you have any other, um, uh, do you have any other Gulf war stories you want to tell?
2: Well, do you want me to pick up where I left off with the, uh, so there I was.
0: Absolutely. There you go. Yes. Let's close I that do. loop. <laughs>
2: Let's close. Yes. Yes. Finish that off. So uh, we got woken up in the middle of the night. The Iraqis are on the move. Colonel Reach, the MAG 11 CO, commanding officer, I want everybody launched. You, you, that squadron, you, you go first. And we're just, was a frenzy. Iraqis are on the move. Where are they moving? A counterattack? We had no idea. What had happened is they were leaving Kuwait City with everything they could carry. They're escaping from the ground forces, American ground forces that were on the move. And we called it Interstate 5. It was one road that came out of Kuwait City, went straight north up into Iraq. <clears throat> and an A six came back from a deep air mission up in Iraq and discovered all these vehicles driving down the road. Buses, trucks, cars, going north out of they Kuwait call it City. the highway to hell. Highway uh, to the hell. The we called it the I five massacre because El Toro was on Interstate Five in California. Okay, right. right. Uh, yeah. So Mag eleven uh was on scene. But I think the Air Force told CNN that they did that. But Sure they did. I didn't see any Air Force, yeah. So with yeah, us being the FAC airborne, we were to control all these airplanes that come in. Uh, when it came to be my turn, we arrived, and we were bombing vehicles, and they were driving, driving around, and we'd bomb either side. They would try to drive around. And so the, the, it was getting wider and wider, this wasteland across the desert of vehicles and, and uh, Iraqi soldiers trying to leave. The AAA there was incredible. It was immense. It was daunting. Why, uh, how we survived it. I don't know. Cause we had to be down low to, to mark these targets, to call here air, This is daytime,
3: market. correct? This is daytime. daytime?
2: Yeah. That, by the time yeah. I got on there, it was, uh, it was the morning. Uh, sure. so they were being hammered at night by the a sixes. Uh, by the time I, it was my turn after the rest of our squadron kind of got up there and was doing their work. We got to pass down briefing the planes leaving and we showed up and it was, it was chaos. Um, I ran 12 sections, and a section is two airplanes. I ran 12 sections in half an hour, 24 20, planes.
0: That's 24 airplanes 24 in airplanes 30 airplanes minutes.
2: Loaded with what they could carry, spewing it across the desert so that they wouldn't wreck into each other, that we didn't have redundant hits, efficiently stopping the Iraqis from leaving. Uh, <clears throat> so as uh, my backseater rodent, have aircraft check-in. He would pass them to me. Okay, you got a flight of two. I forget what the call sign was. It was on my diary there. Um, it was two Harriers, Rock Eye Bombs. We're given the brief. their terminal control, 30 seconds out. And I got my eyes on the target to the lower right. I'm kind of trying to time it where I could roll in and put the white frosters on the target, watch the Harriers come across. So as I'm kind of floating along there, throttles back, 280 knots cornering speed. The best turn speed on the uh, Hornet was a lot higher than 280, but so I'm slow and I'm low. Okay, hey,
0: uh, I'm going to stop you right there, uh, just just for our uh, n- a non-fighter pilot. Yeah. Let's talk Good cornering call. speed. Cornering
2: speed. speed. Don't want to say anything that I'm not supposed to say. Cornering speed. Well, it, is it, it, the it's speed
0: uh, that that's you the same as
2: 150. Speed. Okay.
1: You know, it's it's the same thing in any aircraft, cornering okay, speed.
2: cornering speed is the speed where you get your best turn rate, the most degrees per second in a turn. You put on full aerodynamic capability load on that stick to make that plane turn as hard as you can without stalling it. Without,
0: bleed, without, lo- without bleeding, right? Well, you can bleed, too. That's a uh, turn. But- it's okay. your best energy turn, best sustained, sustained cornering yes. yeah. turn. Best yeah. sustained uh, pitch rate. Yes. It may not cornering. be the tightest
2: turn you could make, but it's the most degrees yeah. per second at the speed. Thank you. Okay. I'm below that. So
0: I'm not going to yeah. get the performance well, idea. You're below that. I'm <laughs> below just, that. And, and, and so, hey, wait. Listen, I, I know where you're going with this. But okay. Let's, let's just back up. I, well, I want you to uh, tell our audience why being below cornering speed when you're in a threat environment is – is bad. bad. That's a bad thing.
2: So yeah. you're in a boxing ring and you're the slowest one there. That's bad.
1: Hey, well, there you go. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. You're going to get that's
2: hit. That's He's faster than yeah. you. He can predict you. You can't get out of the way fast enough. He's quicker than you. So if that's we were to get good, shot, you analogy. can't turn.
0: That's um, a great analogy.
2: So. <clears throat> All of a sudden, we get the the warning on our radar warning gear, RWR. A little dash has a G on it, means gun dish. So the ZSU-23 Quad-4 was a Russian-made gun. had four 23 millimeter cannons, ten rounds a second. Fig. It's 20 pretty. Rounds a second. It's,
0: it's a pretty scary piece of equipment. Yeah. Very, very yeah. throws a lot of lead. A lot of lead. Very
2: fast. And it's radar guided. So the Iraqis knew yeah, not to it, turn it. the radars on because we could shoot harms at them. So this guy was watching us, pointed it, flicked the radar on, locked us, and shot within short order. He wasn't out there scanning. They optically picked us up and aimed it and turned the radar on, locked us, and shot immediately. So <clears throat> as I get yeah, this deadly nuisance, I have to roll the plane upside down. I look up to the ground. To where this is, just to kind of check six, and out of the ground is a herd of fireflies. Just a group of lights swarming out of the ground. He shot. That's
0: a, these are uh, tracer rounds. These are tracer rounds
2: tracer coming round. at you. Muzzle blasts. I can see the <laughs> muzzles.
0: <laughs> oh, Ooh, oh, the
2: God. flicking of the lights, just like. <gasps> right. The torso this twist. Is it, bro. <clears throat> Full afterburner, stick in the lap the stick and it, you saw it on top gun maverick the stick goes into the chest but the plane is below cornering speed so the flight control surfaces give yeah. me everything they got the plane's upside down it's shuddering the plane is shaking and i remember having my head back going these bullets are going to just shred this plane clean off my body and i literally had my eyes closed <laughs> waiting for that plane to explode that's terrifying that's
0: terrifying yes. it actually yeah. happened too fast to be scared I'm I'm sure you weren't scared scared at the time. You were like, you're just reacting, but I am (laughs) terrified. Listen to this fucking story, right? I had
2: nothing to play for the next few seconds to save my ass.
0: I'm terrified.
2: (laughs) So after a few seconds of, hey, I'm still here. You know, unload the stick, and there's brown. It's just brown. And I look up almost to my, straight up above my head is the horizon. I'm parked right down there, full afterburner, diving to the ground.
3: Oh, I'm what? really about
2: to do the Colonel Caddick thing:
3: yeah, thrust yeah, idle, yeah, stick
2: yeah. back in the
0: lap. What kind of altitude yet? Is- well, he was—he started. It he said he was two. You were two thousand less, right? Feet. Not high.
1: Not
2: high. <sighs> Yeah, oh, backseaters.
1: No, no, no. You were not
2: not high. You were fucking he's low. Making, he's not saying the <laughs> yeah. sound. And again, you know, 40 degrees angle yeah. of attack. That plane is just pancaking toward the desert. Now, now I, for the first time, focused on my rat out. 800, 700, 600, 500, 400, 300, 200. And it levels off just under 200 feet. Yeah, I start to climb oh, out. Oh, God. I'm passing almost 180 knots, 200 knots, 250. The oh elite radar gear God. says there's a G at my six o'clock. So as I'm coming up through 400, I push a stick over again, negative G. Bunt, whew, right over the yeah, top. Yeah, bunt. Us.
0: Give Another it the wall of bullets. Give it the bunt. Give it the bunt. Give let the, the bunt. rounds go over your head. <laughs> That's it. So
2: <laughs> I hit the
0: light above my head. Now, now
2: I'm pissed.
1: Now, yeah. <laughs> now it's time now, to turn now. around and go yeah, deal so, with his yeah,
3: asshole <laughs> so the
2: air is now past the target going yeah no mark I'm going new target <laughs> got a fresh one for you <clears> he <throat> was uh, like no no we're not going to sword fight with this guy mark it leave it nice. alone I said no he must die uh, uh, we had a discussion he wasn't happy
0: But so Oh, okay. That that was intense. So let's. I I gotta back up. I gotta back up just yeah. a second, because I mean my palms are sweating. I I guess I gotta wipe them off my pants. All right. So right. so uh, the you you get the gun dish, on the nope, basically forward quarter on the nose. Yep. And yep. you roll in, you roll inverted to get out of plane quickly. No, I you rolled inverted uh, to look well at well below. I
2: rolled inverted to look. Oh, okay. radar picked me up, and I don't okay. see
0: anything. So I rolled inverted okay, so I so could so get just a field like, of
2: view of the ground, yeah.
0: This 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 all happens real quick. Yeah. Uh, so we, so uh, you ended up doing basically an Emmelman? I mean, uh, uh, a Cuban 8, half Cuban 8? I think it was more of I a – I mean, you, you end up – I think I didn't go all the way
2: vertical. That when I pulled, by the time I rolled out, I was probably more at a 60-degree nose down so that when i looked okay. up i could see the horizon i didn't go oh. split essing okay it was a all right pull, so did an upright God. and well oh, here comes a am into the ground
0: i'm i'm guessing if that wasn't that incredible uh, flight characteristics of that hornet you we wouldn't be having this conversation yeah. Yeah. and and then uh yeah. oh, can i assume i'm just going to make an assumption you tell me if i'm wrong <laughs> that uh, what when you opened your eyes and you saw brown and you pulled back at that point you uh, stepped on the throttles with your left foot and pushed as hard as you could. Yeah, there I am again. <laughs> well, arch your back.
2: The arch. nice thing about the hornet, yeah, <laughs> there goes yeah, the damn bike again. Yeah, yeah the I know. nice thing I about know. the hornet.
0: And, the-
2: um, and maybe a lot of people don't know is that the pilot was only one of the voting members of the of the at the table the flight control system took in input from all sorts of sor- sources and it would not let you stall the airplane you'd go max performance the computer would go okay i can give you this much and the live wings would come it's, out leading edge trailing edge flaps and it wouldn't stall you would you could put that stick in your lap and continue to control that airplane through its flight envelope because you were still having airflow over the wings it wouldn't stall So you could just say, give me everything you got. And that plane just (laughs) muscled through
1: It is a magic airplane.
2: Uh, Any other airplane, you stall, the nose drops, story ends there. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm glad glad it worked out that way for you, Onion. Uh, Otherwise, you you know, we'd never be having this conversation, number one. And number two, we never would have (laughs) met. Yeah.
2: Well, you hear your boys took care of that ZSU-23-4 for us. I ran bird dog again. Nice and a little bit faster now. I'm up above 300 knots, waiting for that gun dish to pick me up. Still at 2,000 feet. Harrier's on the way in. <clears throat> Didlit. lit. He picked me up, rolled, watched. He shot. And this time, instead of pulling to the ground, I pulled laterally out of the way. Rotated back around 180 degrees, put the nose on, planted a quick white phosphorus rocket there. Adjusted from the Willie Pete. And you, Harry, guys came in and covered him up. With little tiny boblets, about two hundred seventy-five of them.
0: Yeah. Jeez! Hand hey,
1: grenades, only funner. <laughs>
0: little, little payback, little payback for yeah. fucking with our buddy Onion. <laughs> that's right.
1: Yeah, you tight like Onion.
0: <laughs> you tight <tied> like Onion. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, thank you for that. That's that's awesome. But that's a young man's right. sport. What, what, what have we missed? What have we missed? What have we? Yeah. It is a young yeah, man's sport. Is. I can't imagine doing that today. Oh, I, I couldn't. I, I might not walk for a week yeah, if I did the stuff yeah. I did thirty years ago. I probably yeah. wouldn't walk for a week. Yeah. And I'm in pretty good shape, and and I'm not lying. I'm in good shape. Uh, oh. But what if I did the shit that we did back then? <laughs> I don't know that I could walk tomorrow. I got two really? sons to remind me
2: how far below the my peak I am.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Listen that. Fighter pilot stuff is a young man's sport. Yeah. It really is. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, magic airplanes. They took good yeah. care of us, but yeah, it was not. Uh, it was not for the the weak.
0: Yeah, my best days of flying are behind me. Yeah. All right, so onion, you said four people. Four people changed your life's course. Did we cover all? Yeah, four? I'd like to say I'm a self-made man, but there were
2: four people that interfered with my great plan. Um. The first, so one, obviously my parents. When I told them right, so dead.
0: so I I counted, I counted your I counted your parents, okay, and then I counted the, uh, I counted the, uh,
1: a senior second. marine who made you go jets,
0: made you go jets, right. yeah, the, right. the Native American that yep. made you go, uh, yeah, they gave you and the, then Colonel the, uh, the uh, Mug,
2: the EXO that stood it, up, Colonel the Mug, they
0: got you to the F eighteen. So where's the fourth? Uh, the
2: fourth one is. In primary flight training, there were three subjects: navigation, uh, aerodynamics, and engineering. Remember right. engineering—how yeah. uh, right. an airplane flies. Remember those three Air courses dynamic. you had to take:
1: aerodynamics, engineering, aerodynamics, yep. engineering,
2: aerodynamics. Yeah. 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 Um, <clears throat> now, again, I <laughs> I studied my butt off, and but I had no aviation knowledge at all. A lot of these guys going through that school already flew before, so they had a good idea. So. Um, I went to the aerodynamics test. I got a C on the midterm, and I failed the final. You're guaranteed gone. (laughs) You failed the test. You failed the test. There's plenty of of guys behind you who want to be where you are. You know, you leave next. Um, So when you fail a test in the military school, you line up in alphabetical order outside the hall, and the instructor will call you in one at a time and go over the test with you either yeah yeah so you're just like lower than low yeah i knew this day was coming i never viewed that i could make it through flight school it's very competitive so now it came so back to plan a here comes vet school in a couple of years uh yeah all right you know yeah, we know how that worked out so sh- with my last name i'm the last one in line and the, t- the instructor was captain champion i don't know his call sign he was a pilot teaching in in florida and we sit down the test okay uh lieutenant now question number three uh, read the question to me and uh you pick c i said well all the answers are wrong but c's the closest one he's like no there's a correct answer all right let's move on to question 10 same thing we did four or five questions you read he says where are you getting okay finally i was frustrated and I nothing. Okay, look the the calculation for aerodynamic drag is this. If you say we're doing, a tri- and I I drew out this problem, and you, what the hell is that? Right, <laughs> I, I didn't teach that. I go well that I know that's why all your answers are wrong. But that's the cal- That's the equation you use. <laughs> Okay, (laughs) Lieutenant, let's pretend Uh, something for a second. If I teach you that the world is flat and the oceans are pouring off the edge, and I write a test question, what shape is the world? Square, rectangular, oval, or flat? What's the right answer? Flat, sir, but uh, flat's the right answer. Why? Because I taught it in class. Oh, for fuck's
3: sake. (laughs) So question uh, number 32,
2: you answered A. You even raised your hand in class about this question.
0: What did I teach you in class? Wow. D. Yeah, I
1: told you you were all screwed up in class there, (laughs) Kevin. You told me
0: D is the right answer, but that's not the right answer.
2: You know the right answer, but you chose A. You know more about this shit than I do. That's why we review the test. What are you doing for lunch? I, uh, you're
1: taking the test. Taking again. taking another test, you're I think, sir. Test, <laughs> taking the test again.
2: Quit
0: being smart, you yeah, dumbass. quit ass. being <laughs> smart.
2: Just do what answer what I taught in class. So, <laughs> go get a Coke, get a Snickers bar. Meet me here in 15 minutes. I gotta go get permission to retest you. Oh. Beautiful. Save me. Change my life forever, Captain. Damn, champion. Isn't that something?
0: Hey, quit, quit being a dumbass smart guy yeah. and well, just take the test Take the test yeah i know <laughs> that's wow. it wow well thank you because uh you know what that's a that's life that's life lesson number one
1: amen and yeah, uh, right?
0: and you know we we all uh recognize that well we when i say we all all us naval aviators that went through that bullshit we you know i mean you had to play the game and there were a guy listen man you know this as well as I do. There there are guys that are so smart that are smarter than the people that are teaching it. Yeah. And and they know the right answer. <laughs> like you. They had to dumb it down so they could pass the That's test. The
2: test, yeah, right. See, when <laughs> right. did I ever have to do that? When did anybody? I never right. knew that was a thing. What is that? Yeah.
0: Well, you know, you, you know, it's military. You got it. You got to dumb it down to the lowest common denominator. Come yeah. on, bro. I know. I know now. <laughs> I there's know navy now. guys. There's navy guys. Hey, there's navy guys involved in this. I know, so right? I was all you got to really old, so. <laughs> slow down for those guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah. So onion. Thank you. I, I, listen, I i listen. I've had, we've had a bunch of your time. We're at it. We're coming up on an hour and a half. Of you. Yeah. You it
2: already. Look
0: at that. Uh, yeah. I know. And, and listen, what, you know, first of all, uh, repeat, simplify my friend. Yeah. Uh, man. Thank you for, thank you for, uh, for, uh, uh, serving our country and serving our country in the United States Marine Corps as an aviator. Um, uh, is there, is there anything that we're leaving out that you want to you want to talk about because no, it's, holy shit, you know, you've already talked about some awesome stuff. There's, yeah, a, there's yeah. a
2: whole lifetime of stuff, but
1: well, um, then we'll have to have you back. Well, <laughs> plain and simple. Yeah, I got a whole <laughs>
2: photo album here. Uh, there of you go, a Marine Corps, and uh, stuff I did as well, a kid that brought me to this
0: so place here. I've already asked I've already asked him offline, repeat, if he'd ever had his hand on the ejection handle, and he said he'd. He, he actually never had his hand on the ejection handle. Then he started telling me about this gun dish, story. right? You know, I like right. grab the handle.
1: <laughs> could grab <laughs> the <laughs> handle. You were too busy yanking on the damn <laughs> stick, I hoping you weren't going to hit the floor desert. Floor floor floor. Like you free
0: hand. had one hand on the throttle yeah. and one hand on the stick. Yeah. How could you reach for the injection handle? I can't grab those. It's a good thing that your 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 wizzle g locked, or he might have inadvertently punched you out. Right. Yeah. I mean, because he g locked in that. Yeah, he might
2: have yeah. pulled
1: the handle it yeah yeah how many g's you think you were pulling in that in that uh scoop
2: oh there wasn't much because we didn't have the speed yeah okay no, it was it was alpha al- angle of attack limited it was, but it was G totally
0: 100. you went from totally being relaxed to totally max performing the airplane yeah which is which is uh you know if you're not ready for g's that that can surprise you oh,
1: four g's me. will lock you
0: if you're not ready yeah, especially not ready. for a guy in the for a guy that's not at the controls and doesn't know what's about to happen, yeah, he, he probably had his head it.
2: down, you know, checking in the next section, <laughs> and I'm terminal yeah. control. And he's all of a sudden
0: <laughs> you may have you may have pinned his helmet oh, yeah. to the headrest of that <laughs> <No>, radar. <right>. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: put his face in
0: his own Bang, lap. Zoom, boom, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. absolutely. Oh, all right, all right. Well, do so. Do this for us. Uh, do this for us, Onion. If uh, if uh, we've triggered some thoughts make some bullets of some other um, things that happened on missions. Funny shit. Hey, let's ask real quick. Marine Corps officer candidate school. You went there twice. Yes. What's dumbass. the funniest thing? <laughs> what <are> you doing? <laughs> the funniest?
3: Yeah. You dumbass. <laughs> yeah, I know. What's the funniest thing? What's the, the funniest thing you saw? Brightest
2: bulb in the tree. Yeah. The funniest thing. Uh, say it again. You broke up.
0: Because we've heard some funny shit from officer yeah. candidate school, you know, <laughs> Boot training, but you know, uh, recruit training or or Marine Corps officer. What's the funniest? What's the funniest shit you saw? <laughs> God, um, put you on the spot. I know I put you on the spot, uh, but Holy you know, jokes. come on, we all got a um, story. Everybody got a story from OCS. I know told, you got. One. They
2: told candidate Seaman not to be a waste of sperm. They had some, uh, some kid that was doing the hippity dippity <laughs> on one of the obstacle courses because he was half. Is afraid to climb the wall or something. I mean, every day was whole. the funniest thing in boot camp was the drill instructors. Those guys are absolutely hilarious. The shit they yes. say.
3: Oh,
0: absolutely. Oh, that's that's the right, thing
1: that right. That you know. I like to, they I'd make like Dave Chappelle and Jerry Seinfeld
0: look like amateurs. <laughs> every time it's they a, a stand-up comedy hour, 24 They say something. Yeah. They look yeah. at me. And I'd be over there laughing. Boot camp. Yeah. I mean, it is. It I got really trouble is. for laughing all the time. I mean, yeah. I was miserable. You know, right? But they'd say yeah, some had, shit, I'd and start you had laughing. to be careful. You had to be careful because you know this shit was funny. <laughs> well, Wipe
1: is. that smile off your face. I can't, sergeant instructor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Joker's All right,
0: no, not
2: with my hands. Yeah, that's the, <laughs> not with my uh, hand, not right. I'm nuts.
1: Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. Then it is time. Let's land this plane for now. But. Uh, Oh, geez, onion. Thank you for your service. That was fun, Pete. Yeah. Super Five Marine. Except oh yeah. Service. God bless you.
0: Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. It. I enjoyed that. Yeah. I, I take back most of the bad shit I said about you. i not take it back. Guys. I'll relive it. Most of anyway.
1: it. You fun. know. Anyway. Hey, we got a couple <laughs> other thank yous we need to send out out there. Uh Fig, who's the who's the guy we thank every week? But uh it's important because he helped us get here.
0: Well, let's think dave hamilton because dave hamilton is the man dave hamilton is got all kinds of shit going on behind the scenes that our listeners don't even know about but let's just say dave hamilton is the
1: man he helps us get our sponsors he runs the gig gab he runs the business brain he has the mac geek gab he is an amazing businessman and podcaster broadcaster uh Wonderful guy, and he's given us the know-how to get here to where we are. Uh, we've got a new pilot tonight on Patreon. William Bill Wilson signed up as another pilot. He helps put fuel in the airplane to keep this engine running. We appreciate you, sir. Thank you very much for doing that. Thanks, uh, Bill
0: Wilson. And, and if that's Bill with the two L's, he's one of our guys. In either way, we love you.
1: There you go. Absolutely. <laughs> we have a merch store up there so where you can get cool stuff. Everything from a bikini to a towel to drinking glasses to hats to T-shirts and polo <laughs> shirts and play cards. And if you can think of it, we'll try and get it up there. So there it was, that U.S. slash merch.
0: We, we have a glossary uh, we page. Have a, we, hold on a second, oh, Pete. Yeah, back up. We have, a line on, a, on a, we have a, a line on possibly getting our merch or getting our logo on a condom. We'll come back to you. Ooh, when we know for It's, sure it's going to happen. <laughs> you know, on That's time, on target, kill. baby. That's a boon <laughs> That ain't going to work. Oh, man. <laughs> on the package, probably yeah. on the pack. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Not on the tip. There you go. It could be on the tip, but just for yeah. a second. Yeah. Only just see how it fits. Yeah. And if you heard something
1: that you didn't understand or that Fig and I clearly didn't understand and you want it up wow. on a page to explain that, that's our glossary page. So there I was at U.S. slash glossary. That's the um, everyday occurrence. Yeah. Write to us at our email addresses. What's yours, Fig?
0: Mine is Fig at so there I was dot U.S.
1: And mine's repeat at so there I was dot U.S. R-E-P-E-T-E and uh, oh i forgot to mention it with the patreon page at, that bill wilson just joined you get included a 22 and a half minute interview with punchy our recently deceased sr71 pilot explaining how he got his call sign
0: listen thank you uh to for our patreon pilots because you know you guys are awesome and and thank you, Onion, Thanks, for uh, joining us tonight. No, it was fun. You are a true American patriot, a Marine, Marines, Marine, and uh, having served with you personally, you know, <laughs> oh, you know, we didn't talk about that, but I know we, we should repeat, leave that out. Uh, <laughs> we, oh boy, <laughs> we shared we shared a job. We 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 kind of shared a job in Westpac. The two of us, and we coordinated so we could fly our asses off, and we covered each other's yeah, we did. stuff totally. Yeah. yeah, we did, bro. And we yeah. never, we, you know, we never, we never lost a mission, no. and we always got everything done. Yeah, we got it all done. That's right. In yeah, class, you know, that, so, hey, that's what Marines do, bro. That's right. We get shit There so here you we go. <laughs>
1: there you go. And thanks finally to those guys playing the music. The band is here. The Dos Gringos the guys that make the air force sound good that make
0: us sound uh, good that's the guys that make the air force sound good yes sir thank you for, and they were great inter, they were a great interview and they're awesome uh song writers and musicians and Indeed. you know what you you can't go wrong with listening to their music you can't do it. <laughs> that's right you can't do it. I laugh every time I, I laugh every time i hear their songs
1: they're go awesome. listen to them on amazon music spotify the Dose Green Ghost. they've got four albums Go do it.
0: Gary. See
2: you, big XP.
0: Well There I was, crossing the pond, and you could see that I wasn't exactly fond of all the shit I was wearing on that day. Now an F-16 is cramped enough, but it's even worse, with all that stuff supposed to save your life, but we knew there was no you're going down the North Atlantic, man. It's over. Hey, what do you say, Fig? He said it's over. I think it's over. Mistakes said- were made. <laughs> 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 you did right, they were.
2: Whoa! It's over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor.